Welcome to Manufacturing Matters, a podcast sponsored by Simsbury Bank. Welcome to this episode of Simsbury Bank's Manufacturing Matters. My name is Martin Geitz. I'm president and CEO of Simsbury Bank, and we are here today at the Goodwin College Mobile Manufacturing Lab to talk about incumbent employee training. Before introducing my guests, let me first give you a little background. Job gains in Connecticut manufacturing over the past 12 months were the most since 1995. Our economy is strong and manufacturing is playing a leading role in growing the Connecticut economy. The good news is that this growth has created a need for even more skilled workers to fill manufacturing jobs today. With productivity at an all-time high, a growing manufacturing economy, and Advanced Manufacturing 4.0 being adopted by most manufacturers, companies are offering manufacturing grads a clean, safe, and inspiring work environment, and even better, higher salaries and benefits than other sectors such as healthcare, education, and leisure and hospitality. Goodwin College and other Connecticut-based vocational schools are poised to help students fill these in-demand jobs. Young and not-so-young students are gaining the skills necessary to fill this employment gap. Today, we're gathered at Goodwin College's Mobile Manufacturing Lab, the first of its kind in the Northeast, that travels throughout the state and beyond, providing training and education to incumbent workers so that manufacturers can provide the necessary training to maintain a competitive advantage in the marketplace. With us today are two employers that have had the initiative to leverage the training and curriculum this lab has to offer. Welcome. We have Mike Tripp, who is a manufacturing manager with The Lee Company, a family-owned manufacturer serving the aerospace, automotive, medical, and oil exploration industries since 1948, and Kathy Dodish, Vice President of Engineering and Operations with Emax, a manufacturer of tankless water heaters established here in Connecticut in 1988. Also joining us today is Al Puccino, Professor and Director of Incumbent Worker Training at Goodwin College. It's great to have you all here at this amazing manufacturing, uh, mobile manufacturing lab. Maybe we can start, Al, by having you describe uh, for our listeners the background of the manufacturing lab and your goals with it. Of course, so what you're sitting in right now is a 44-foot mobile laboratory. It's purchased in uh, the year 2015, and uh, it's really a two-fold purpose. We do go to schools, middle schools and high schools, for what we call career awareness. This is to bring students up to understand a little bit about what manufacturing is about and also what potentially a career in manufacturing can be about. We visited over, I'd say over the past couple of years, probably 80 plus 80 or so high schools and middle schools. The second thing we do is uh, we take this mobile lab to uh, manufacturers, uh, as with Kathy and Mike here, and we uh, teach incumbent worker. We do incumbent worker training. And the idea of that really is is to close the manufacturing gap by providing manufacturing skills training to employees who are already on the job. And this in turn hopefully will raise their performance, facilitate cross-training among employees, preparing them for the future as things change in manufacturing. We need to keep up with that as robotics are introduced and other new technologies, uh, Industry 4.0, Manufacturing 4.0, we want to make sure that they have the skills to make them viable uh, for the positions for the future. We've trained over 1,500 employees so far in the state of Connecticut, and uh, this is over 50 companies within the state. That's amazing. How do you uh, do? You tailor your, tailor your 
uh, uh, curriculum f to the needs of each employer? How do you how do you develop that? Well, here's how it started out. Uh, back in uh, 2016, the fall of 2016, we started with one workshop, and we went out there and, and gave it a try. It was called Gauge Reprodu Reproducibility and Repeatability, and uh, it worked out okay. So what we did was we started contacting manufacturers. Uh, we have an advisory board and said, what would you like to see? So it wasn't like Goodwin College came up with a bunch of workshops that we said manufacturer needs, but we asked about the needs. And uh, we're over 30 workshops at this time. And we also tend to customize somewhat our workshops for a company. We'll go in, we'll visit, uh, as we do with Mike and with Kathy, uh, and talk about it, take a tour of the factory and better understand their needs. So we can make slight customizations to the workshop uh, in, the, in the short run for um, making it more applicable to the manufacturer. That's great. Do students earn credit for the courses that they're taking when they work in the mobile app? This is continuing education okay. credit. It's like an adult education continuing ed. So they do get credit. They are registered with our registrar's office yeah. and they do receive certificates. Excellent, excellent. So Kathy, maybe turn to uh, someone who is, whose company has benefited from the mobile lab. Um, wh what caused you to reach out and uh, become uh, uh, access the mobile lab as a, as a training resource. So um, Al reached out to me. We've had interaction in other careers, other businesses, you know, for many years. And, you know, I was interested and I always respect the things Al's doing. And then he sent me a catalog and I opened it up, mildly interested. And I went from mildly interested to seriously interested. I remember opening it up and walking next door to our quality, quality manager saying, these are the courses we've been looking for. Hmm. So we quickly went from, you may have done the same thing, went from mildly interested to signing up and we got the mobile lab in really quickly after that. Fantastic. And how did your employees respond to the opportunity to take advantage of training through um, the mobile lab? So I work for a company that's very big on training. We do a lot of training, but this was different. This was training that, um, first of all, was convenient. It came right mm -hmm. to my shop. My employees walked out and it was customized a little bit. They came in and they asked, can we see some of your blueprints before we come in? Because we'll train right on your blueprints. Mm. Things like that. So people were highly engaged. Um, since the start of the year, I've had people, when's Goodwin coming back? Yeah. <laughs> that's great, that's great. Mike, how about uh, Lee Company? How did you all get involved and, and how's the experience been? Well, I, I could say ditto. And it would it, you know, it'd be pretty much the same thing. So we're, we are very involved in uh, onboard training as well as incumbent training. There's there's a, a committee. There are teams of people in the company who are whose sole goal is to to increase the skills of our current employees and as well as making sure that we bring people in who have the right skills as well, which is becoming more and more challenging. So in that work, you know, uh, we we had a visit up here to Goodwin to try and uh, see what we could do. Uh, as, as far as uh, having Goodwin help us in, in all of those areas, not only um, new employees, but uh, when we get here, we find out about this mobile lab, and I, I get to meet Al, and we talk for a little bit, and like Kathy said, the next thing, you know, they're down in our place, and boy, nothing beats that. Our people don't have to travel. Um, the, the, the lab comes to us. It has all the equipment that it needs, and uh, we're able to train uh, more people in less time and with less impact on the daily operations of the, of the facility. So it really was a, a big win for us. Fantastic, fantastic. So Kathy, how is the education that's available through the mobile training lab, how is that different from other resources you could reach out to? The, the stuff that they offered was really pointed to manufacturing here in Connecticut. Um, they 
offered classes that are hands-on, very applied. And it, it's skills that are hard to teach, you know, just on the job type of training. They're ones where you have to step back and teach the things to do it right. And th that's what they offered. And it, it, um, we also, um, we didn't just train our, you know, our manufacturing. We also picked up a class called Advanced Excel hmm. that um, even I took. And it was um, very, very um, exceptionally well pointed to what we were doing. Mm -hmm. so. Fantastic. So your employees are already involved in manufacturing. Did the uh, exposure to the mobile training lab help them even become more engaged in this manufacturing as a career? Um, yes. So um, the one thing that it offered is, um, so we did some training and I've been able to um, elevate some people's pay, mm -hmm. wow. um, advance some people in the shop for some skills that we were desperately needing. So it, it's a win-win. I've got a better skill set and some of the people in my shop are saying, oh wait, there's some career path here instead of just working the job that I have because yeah. they're picking up some training. That's why they're asking for more training. They've noticed the good effects of it. I'd like to touch on something that Kathy sure. said too in that um, that, that whole uh, sort of symbiotic uh, upward movement and, and morale boosting uh, training is, is, a, is, is kind of a, a bigger deal maybe than we give it credit for. And when, when first when the lab pulls in we start talking about this program, people are like, I know that, I, I don't need to do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then as Kathy said, they take the training, they might still come out of the lab and go, I didn't really learn anything that I didn't already know. It would be a typical reaction. But when they see the benefits of their increased skills, as Kathy pointed out, and then it starts to take hold. Yep. And then when is that lab coming back? Yeah. When are we going to get another opportunity to increase our, our skills? And that's a, that's a big thing. Yeah. Um, we were able to uh, talk with Alan, and, and we did a lot of this, uh, rearrange the, the curriculum uh, take a couple of courses, put them together, and and really uh, sort of focus in on what we needed as as a company, and even in just particular spots of the company, uh, which was which was really beneficial to us. And the other the other thing is that um, we're and, and I don't know if this is, pertains to Kathy, but we're our our product is very specific and very um, similar even across the board. So if we were to train an inspector, let's say, and we did have the lab come for metrology, amongst other things. Um, when we train them in-house, they become sort of task-oriented. So we, sh we show somebody who doesn't have a fundamental skill set in metrology how to do what we do. Mm -hmm. And they become very good at that, but they don't have the fundamental knowledge of, of what you would get in a college course in metrology, or why, why we do the things we do, the baseline of, uh. of the curriculum. And that's what Goodwin and, and Al are able to provide to us. Uh, we could do it ourselves. We have people in the house certainly that could teach that. But then we'd be taking away from, from the resources that we have. And so the, 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 the double benefit uh, of, of Goodwin coming in is that we get that sort of fundamental baseline training without having to use our own resources. Yeah, yeah. so the, your employees not only understand how to do the, perform the task more effectively, but they really understand what's going on behind it. They know why. They so know they, why. they get a, they get a background in say Cartesian coordinate system, uh, and how that applies hands on to a surface plate and, and a height gauge. Yeah. And and that might not happen on the shop floor as somebody is busily trying to train the next guy on how to measure this exact widget this exact way. Right. Right. 
Actually, you know, one of the things that comes to mind uh, is just the logistics of it all. So when, when the train, when the mobile lab comes to visit your company, how long is it there? How, how much time do your employees spend in it? Because obviously they all have full-time jobs, right? I mean, they're all right. working. And so how do, you, how do you manage that? One of the uh, hindrances from training is you have to send employees off-site. You lose a whole day, many days of productivity. You have to deal with expense reports, travel. <laughs> Goodwin came, and they even broke it up into four-hour segments. So they worked um, in the lab in the morning and then went back and caught up on work during the day. It was so seamless mm -hmm. and you know conducive mm -hmm. to training and still running your your operation wow. that it took all those hindrances out and it takes a lot of um, time and logistics when you're sending people off site yeah. does, does it stay for a day two days how long does does a lab typically stay typically uh if we have a two-day workshop so it'd be four hours and four hours then we would keep the mobile lab on site. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes there's more time in between, so it does tend to vary. What's okay. ever most convenient, we're on the road many, many days during the week, so right. we try to do the best with the logistics and try not to have to move it if unnecessarily if we, uh, we don't have to. Yeah. And, and then how many employees would typically be able to participate in uh, one of the workshops? We can see 12, push it maybe to 14. Mm -hmm. uh, people uh, and, and participants in the workshops. After that, it gets a little crowded. Sure. But we always make sure is that we have the primary instructor and a secondary instructor. So there's always two people here to help with the workshops because uh, questions come up, somebody needs some specific help, somebody can walk around. And a lot of our workshops involve equipment that we're bringing in on the mobile lab and some people need a little help with that. So we try to provide that. How often are you out visiting companies uh, in, in the course of a year? Well, uh, in the course of a year, as I said, we've, we've trained 1,500 employees, mm -hmm. so that's a good number of uh, 50 companies. We're probably, uh, there's another program here I talked about, the uh, career awareness, where we sure. go to high schools. So between going to high schools, middle schools, and uh, going to uh, companies for doing incumbent worker training, we're probably close to five days a week, four to five wow. days wow. a week. Wow, a lot of, yeah, a lot of, out there touching many Younger students as well as Absolutely. people in their mid-career. Um, well, Mike and Kathy, uh, you know, we've talked about a lot of the benefits that the mobile lab has brought to your companies. Are, are there any things, any sort of aha high points that you weren't expecting that have occurred in, in working with the mobile lab? So um, I can answer a little bit of this. One of the unique things was that the stuff was very, very geared towards manufacturing mm -hmm. um, and very pointed. You know, you didn't have to take a whole curriculum. Um, we tend to, we're not... Uh, it's difficult to find good employees for certain skills in Connecticut and you quickly come to the realization that you're not going to be able to hire them or nor do you want to steal them from another company really you're gonna to have to train them yourself mm -hmm. so this mobile lab is starting to you know start shore up that kind of need where you, and, and you get a better employee when they're trained and they're engaged with your company um, that was sort of my aha like wow they're coming and they're doing specifically what I need Yep. And, uh, you yep. know, I think he's open to even, you know, adjusting programs even more so for your needs at time if it can fit in the time. Absolutely. So. To, to build on that, um, what, what Kathy just said, so we have, we have a committee that is made up from the, the highest part of management all the way through uh, the company that meets on a monthly basis to discuss uh, training in all areas. And, and this is sort of how we, we found Alan, you know, through this committee. Um, 
because of the things that Kathy just mentioned, that the your opening, you know, said it perfectly. That there's there's an unprecedented number of jobs available here, but what there's not is an unprecedented number of people to fill them. Right. And and so, as Kathy said, you know, stealing them is really not an option. That doesn't work long term. It's not a good community player. Right. Um, they're not out there like they might have been in the 70s and 80s when there was a lot of manufacturing and mom and pop machine shops and whatnot in the area. So training is really the only viable uh, solution, really, and that and it takes a lot of planning and a lot of hard work, and you have to go out and sort of roll over a lot of stones. At least that's the way we think about it. So we, we have a, we're very active in the the Connecticut Technical High School systems, and we have people that sit on the TTACs all over the state, especially around where we are. We're very active with the community college programs, mm -hmm. and then sit on the advisory councils for for those for those schools, at least for. QVCC and, and Three Rivers, mm -hmm. um, which is in, in our area, and, and uh, Vinyl as well. Um, so we remain active in these, and Goodwin, we may remain active with these schools uh, in order to uh, stay close to the people who are coming up and sort of, um, well, there's that. And then there's just this overarching um, advertisement, constant advertisement for this industry and, mm. and, and what it is and what it can be and the opportunities that are here. And, and so we spend a lot of time in school fairs, we spend a lot of time at, uh, at promotional events uh, through these various business or, uh, associations that solely exist to sort of bring schools and business together. And I, I'm talking about New Haven manufacturers and the EMA and the ACM and people like that. Yep. So. Involvement in these areas is key, I, I think, in, in, in order to, um, you know, not only uh, find out where the programs are for incumbent worker training, which is what we're talking about today, but to uh, sort of motivate the general population to gravitate in this way because we desperately need, we need people. Yep, yep. So one of the uh, features and focuses I know of this mobile training lab is advanced manufacturing, sort of moving into the manufacturing 4.0. I, I suspect that that's a work in progress in, in companies that exist. And, and so how, how, how has the mobile lab helped you all as you're evolving your manufacturing processes uh, into the next generation? Two, two 4.0. 2.0, right. yeah, yeah. So it, it is a progress, and I think it's a result, really. If it, um, Industry 4.0 or manufacturing 4.0 is a result of applying all this new technology to our business, mm -hmm. and beds itself in the connectivity and artificial intelligence and how automated systems talk to each other, and and part of that communications and connectivity comes through the, with this mobile lab. So the the real the real magic in 4.0 is uh, eliminating steps. It's mm -hmm. a it's a it's a um, continuous improvement hmm. theory, if yeah. you will. Amazing. So my, my business is a really innovative product development manufacturing type of environment. So we're manufacturing 4.0, but we're development 4.0 because they're hand in hand. Like our products are getting connectivity, things like that. So um, I need the workers that can elevate to that level. And this lab was bringing some of those ideas. You know, I think as the team sat in there and looked around, they saw other things they wanted to be trained on. So at our facility, our, our company is very big on training. We train our customers on our products. This mobile lab, I had a big group of um, HVAC technicians in the training center, 
and the mobile lab was sitting outside. I think they were more interested in your mobile lab than in our <laughs> training center. Um, you know, and we it creates have, a lot of buzz. Yeah, you know, <laughs> back, back to what you were saying, we are really connected with the technical schools and some of the technical colleges around here, more so trying to show them our product and what's available, because products are constantly changing, the technology is growing. But what we're seeing is that's also a base to encourage them to be involved in these kind of products, to manufacture them, to use them, and to be trained on them. So That's great. So Al, as, as uh, the companies that you're working with are, are evolving to manufacturing 4.0, how, how does that, from an educational point of view, uh -huh. how, do, how does that learning cycle evolve and, and how does Goodwin work with uh, the companies to, to support their educational needs? Mm -hmm. I, I think as uh, Kathy and Mike said, manufacturers have to do something differently uh, to win market share now. and. Uh, because uh, it's not enough just to have status quo, because if you're standing still, you're actually probably moving backward. Uh, to survive and thrive, manufacturers must focus on, on training and uh, closing this skills gap. So what Goodwin uh, has available in just some of our workshops uh, to help fundamental improvements to be made in areas such as lean manufacturing, root cause analysis, continuous improvement, as you mentioned, computer-aided design, statistics, supply chain, Supply chain is very big. Companies, uh, larger companies, are outsourcing huge percentages of their work to smaller companies to be done, and that all has to be managed. Uh, value stream mapping and risk analysis. So there's all things that we provide in our workshop to help with manufacturing 4.0 and make sure it keeps moving forward. Fantastic. It, uh, you know, as I think about many of Sensory Bank's manufacturing company customers our suppliers to much bigger companies uh, and and uh, so the supply chain mm -hmm. aspect is going to be very important as the industry evolves as industries evolve yeah um, how about this manufacturing in motion program could you talk a little bit about that sure absolutely so what we're bringing to high schools and middle schools also is career awareness via our mobile lab uh, we're trying to get the students to learn, at least early on, in understanding uh, manufacturing, its benefits as a career, and uh, that it's really not the four Ds we talk about, dirty, dark, dingy, and dangerous, uh, <laughs> which a lot of people still talk about, but it's clean and bright, and that's why the mobile lab itself really looks like our modern factory, mm -hmm. and we want to show that it's bright, it's got new equipment, it's got exciting equipment, it's computer-driven, and those are the kind of things we want the students to be able to realize that if they do uh, decide for a career in manufacturing, is some of the things they're going to see. Uh, secondly, um, the amount of money they can earn in manufacturing is pretty good. It looks like it's going to continue on for uh, in the next few years. So it, it's a great, great career opportunity, and that's what the manufacturing in motion is all about. Yeah, makes sense, makes sense. So this is quite an innovative approach, and, and uh, now that you're doing it and you've educated 1,500 people and, and it's been a wild success, but launching it must have been a little bit scary because no one else was doing it, and here you were coming up with a different way of bringing education to uh, companies uh, as well as to schools. And uh, so could you talk a little bit about how Goodwin decided to go ahead and uh, create the, uh, you know, the mobile lab? Absolutely. Um, we started our, our first workshop in, in 2016. Uh, we were currently beginning to go to schools to 
uh, high schools and middle schools, and we figured it was a nice two-pronged approach, one for incumbent workers and one for students who may be a little bit down the road from uh, starting manufacturing. But we looked around and we tried to understand what kind of needs were out there specifically in industry. Again, talking to uh, manufacturers, trying to understand the skills gap and trying to push things towards that area. So what we had talked about was should we uh, should this be purely academic? Uh, right away we understood no, it should not be. Uh, even four hours sitting there, uh, me lecturing at you is probably not exactly <laughs> what you want. So we try to uh, incorporate both hands-on activities, engaging the participants, and also bringing equipment in so it was hands-on usage. And I found over the time after teaching you know, a lot of workshops that that's really the most popular part where employees can actually if we're teaching a metrology workshop, have the gauges and learn how to measure parts and learn differences and precision between different gauges. And they walk out of there with a basically uh, a new knowledge of uh, the, the topic that we're covering. Uh, as Kathy said, uh, with Excel, uh, I heard one uh, student uh, participant in the class say, and, and she was not in manufacturing, uh, that typically this is a four-hour job for her now she's learned the technique in Excel so it's reduced it to 10 minutes wow. and it's a repeating wow. task so when you hear Amazing. something like that you say I think I'm, I'm probably going down the right track. You're the only mobile lab uh, in Connecticut at this point. As too. far as we know yeah. uh, at this time we're, we're potentially we uh, have uh, responded to an RFP request for proposal from the state uh, and we've uh, gone on the proposal with some of the state colleges and CCAT uh, to expand upon this because it has been successful and uh, we're looking to put more mobile labs out there. Yeah, that's fantastic. Very innovative and, and very successful and uh, a great investment. Um, I understand there's also, you have a Bachelor in Science, a BS program for manufacturing management and mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, trying to attract students who are interested in, in management roles in manufacturing companies. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we started off with uh, really certificates when I started in the program five or six years ago and expanded to uh, associate degrees and we expanded uh, to a uh, bachelor's degree. And the, the reason for the bachelor degree was to really get students who aspire to someday to be manufacturing managers and business management. We definitely let our students know that you're not going to get your BS degree and be hired as a manager or a business manager in a company. But these are people who aspire to that. The nice thing about it is we, it builds on the certificate classes which are more technical. It builds on the associate degree. And uh, as it does that, it gives them the opportunity, besides taking additional technical courses, but now to begin to take business manufacturing, business-related courses. Mm -hmm. So that's where the idea came from. And uh, it, it's, uh, it's been well-received. Yeah. It creates another career path for people who have that interest. Correct. Yeah. To, to add uh, to what Alice said, uh, we have a, a very... Um, uh, proactive tuition reimbursement program at the company. And, mm -hmm. and, and I, I, when I say that, I mean that we, we you know, go to our, our employees, that's the wrong word, but it's, it's what we do, to go out and get and take these classes and the company will pay for them. And I see, the point here is that I see a lot of my employees who are going out and to uh, get degrees moving towards 
these uh, manufacturing management degrees. Mm -hmm. uh, five years ago, I didn't see a single one, and now I think maybe four or five of the employees that were that are in the program are taking that that type of degree. Interesting, interesting. What have you seen, Kathy, in the, uh, as your employees expand their educational opportunities? Um, so they're more engaged at our facility. It makes us such a more competitive company because they're better at their tasks. They're doing the simple things quicker, and they're they're absorbing more higher end stuff. So that's how we're staying manufacturing moving forward and not getting behind. I um, you know I'm very sensitive to keeping manufacturing here in Connecticut. So we have to be competitive, and they, these kind of trainings are you know one of the big pieces of being competitive. Do you, uh, does Connecticut generally, you know, both Kathy and Mike, a uh, question to both of you. So we're focusing today on Goodwin and Goodwin's uh, mobile lab. Uh, you've both touched on other, you know, educational institutions. Does Connecticut have the breadth of educational resources at this point that you need, or are there still gaps to be filled? I think that the biggest gap we have to fill right now is in instructors. Uh, f finding people who will leave industry and take that tremendous pay cut to go and become an instructor either at the community college level or at the technical high school level is a daunting task. Wow. And, and, and if you have something to say on this, you may, obviously. <laughs> but um, that's what I hear because I, I, I talk to the directors at these, uh, the manufacturing program directors at these technical high schools, they can't find instructors. So your question was, you know, Connecticut resources for training and those things. I think they're out there. They're hard to find. There's not mm -hmm. like a playbook that you can go and you go find things. It's, um, you know, answering emails that are sort of, you know, those kind of things. You have to really look and really pay attention to some of the solicitations that you're getting. Sometimes it's other companies that are working with grants and stuff for the state of Connecticut, but um, it takes time to weed through them. Um, I wish there was a better way to find this stuff easier because I'm time constrained on those kind of things. The yeah. manufacturers' mm -hmm. associations are a good tool for that. Right. So the, mm -hmm. the, they're, they're solely there, mo most of them anyway, to put together the educational resources with the industry and vice versa right. to help industry help the educational uh, resources refine their, their curriculum and teach what we need. I mean, that, that's, the, that's the relationship that's, that needs to continue to be built. Great. So, Al, we've, uh, uh, for listeners here, uh, companies who may not have been aware of your program, how, how, would, how would they reach out to you and reach out to Goodwin to access the resources you have, the training lab, as well as your other courses? Well, I, th I think uh, they could go, first of all, to our Goodwin website. If they go uh, see employers and then look under incumbent worker training, they'd be able to make contact there. Also, they can contact me directly through email. That would be A Pacino, that's P U C I N O at goodwin.edu. And I get a lot of emails, but I answer them all. Uh, and uh, we'd like to chat a little. We'd like to not only uh, have somebody who says, have got some interest, but then I would like to start chatting with them about what we can do for them. Because as we kept, uh, as we said, it, it's somewhat of a customized approach, and I'd like to listen what their needs are and best fulfill them rather than give them some sort of cookie cut cutter uh, type of workshop. So we'd like to discuss their needs and be able to really respond to that. That makes sense. That's great. 
One last question, Al, to you. Um, I understand you have a program called Learn to Work Pre-Apprenticeship Program. Correct. Could you could talk correct. a little bit about that. Absolutely. So beyond our certificates, our associate degrees, uh, uh, the normal thing that uh, Goodwin has been doing, we started a pre-apprenticeship program. It's a 22-week program. It's full-time. It's 37 credits, and currently now it's in CNC machining and metrology. And students have the opportunity during the program to interview with participating companies. So literally after seven, eight weeks into the program, companies are here interviewing students for jobs. If selected, the student may get a one day, possibly a little more, maybe a day and a half, of working in the company per week besides taking the program. So the work that they're doing fulfills part of the requirements of the certificate. So now at the end of the program, of the 22 weeks, companies had a look, not only a look-see for a few hours at a uh, particular student, but they've interviewed them already, and they've hopefully been able to work in their factory also. So the student's gotten a good look at the company, the company's got a good look at the student, and the idea is to then kind of match the two up to get a job at that time, or at least be, uh, uh, be able to get a job offer. So it's been exciting for us. We're looking now potentially to do this with quality in the future. Uh, as we see, uh, a lot of companies are clamoring for uh, people in quality, quality inspectors, people who are quality engineers. So we're looking to move that too. But it's a nice way to start and 22 weeks later have a real trade and a job. Mm. That's fantastic. You know, are there countries in the world uh, where apprenticeships are very much a central part of education? Germany comes to mind. Right. Uh, they have a very well-developed apprenticeship program that, uh, and yours sounds like has the same sort of outcomes mm -hmm. and opportunities for, for people, which is terrific. Yeah, it's, it's worked very, very well for us. Yeah. Um, Kathy and Mike, any additional comments? Anything we missed in our conversation that you'd like to add? No, just a real strong supporter of Goodwin here. They're um, doing exceptional things to uh, move the needle on manufacturing. Yeah, I would reiterate that, that really appreciate uh, the help that, that Alan Goodwin have given the company and really appreciate what you folks are doing, get, getting the word mm -hmm. out about manufacturing. I like the 4Ds or 5Ds or whatever it is. It's not, <laughs> it's not like that anymore. You know, no. we, we bring people through our facility all the time because it is clean and shiny and well lit. And the, and, uh, the best thing we can do is get the parents there, you know, so yeah. that, that they get, it's changing their mindset. And we do that, try, we try to do that two or three times a year, bringing the students and local high schools and the parents through, um, because it's not, it's not your grandfather's manufacturing, as they say. Yeah, that's a common theme I've heard as we've been doing these interviews uh, again and again, is getting to the parents and getting to the guidance counselors to make that, help them understand that it's not the four or five Ds anymore, it's a, it's a whole different career opportunity for, for people, and uh, that's terrific. Well, this has been a wonderful uh, opportunity here to learn more about incumbent uh, training through the Goodwin uh, Mobile Lab. And I want to thank Mike Tripp from Lee Companies and Kathy Dodash from Emacs and Al Pusino from Goodwin uh, for sharing some time with us today. This is a really innovative program, uh, the only one of its kind at this point anyway uh, in, in, uh, in Connecticut and uh, brings education to the workplace. Uh, creates efficiencies for their uh, uh, for the companies as, as a training opportunity and invigorates their workforce. So it's a wonderful example of uh, of, of real innovation uh, on Goodwin's uh, on Goodwin's uh, uh, behalf. So uh, wanted to thank you all again very much for thank participating you. in Manufacturing Matters and 
Again, my name is Martin Geitz, and thank you very much uh, from Simsbury Bank. Thank you all very much for joining us today.